Tonight from Alice Caruso, who absolutely is the star of the game today. 19 points from Alice Caruso, four rebounds, great defense in the stretch. Uh, you got uh, Vooch, Zach, and DeMar all over 20 points yet again, but the Chicago Bulls still lose in overtime to the Phoenix Suns. We're going to talk about it, break it all down. Ah, ah, it sucks, man, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. Man, that was a tough loss, y'all. Very tough loss. It's unfortunate the Bulls lost, especially in the game where they showed a lot of heart down the stretch of this game. Was it perfect execution? No. But the Bulls showed tons of heart down the stretch of this game. It's unfortunate the Bulls lost the game. Again, had another solid three-point shooting night. 33 three-pointers attempted, 14 made for 42%. They shoot the ball 44% overall from the field. Kind of matched the Phoenix Suns in most areas. Uh, it, it, you know, they get out-rebounded in this game, 53 to 38, which was one of the is going to be one of the biggest stories coming out of this game. Um, and overall, just lack of execution. Sloppy basketball down the stretch uh, from the Bulls and, and turnovers down the stretch as well. They avoided turnovers for the most part in this game, but just down the stretch in that overtime period they couldn't really get off shots things like that it's unfortunate man this was a tough loss but i will say this this is one of those losses that i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna completely hate this loss right the bulls showed up they they played the way they needed to play they had players step up at big times billy donovan i think called timeouts and things he even challenged the play we don't see a lot of that from billy donovan but overall just lack of execution some tough play calls things like that it really, it really shows up that that way for the Chicago Bulls, man. It's it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah, it is what it is, man. The Bulls get a loss. Um, yeah, it sucks, man. It sucks. They still got five out of the next six at home. We'll see what that means. The Bulls now fall to um, three and six on the season, I believe, uh, is the record. So hey, listen, it's still early in the season. They lose to a, a tough team. Um, that just plays into a lot of their weaknesses. But really, to me, when it comes down to it, the re biggest reason why the Chicago Bulls lost this game was just lack of execution down the stretch of this game, man. It sucks, especially for this type of night from Alice Caruso. The, the Bulls deserved to win so that Alice Caruso could have absolutely been, you know, at, like Alice Caruso's play was just so important down the stretch of this game, man. But let's see how you guys are feeling uh, in this game. So we got Super Duper Danko in the building. Says, when did Caruso start looking like this? He's definitely worth worth the first round, maybe even lottery. Listen, Caruso, this is like Caruso talked about it in preseason that he wanted to bring the defensive intensity that he always brought, but he wanted to bring that as well on some of the offensive side. And we really saw that. We really, we really saw that from Alice Caruso tonight, man. How many dunks can P. Will miss? About as many layups as Andre Drummond can miss is apparently what it got, got to. Jay Law says Vooch got to go. Vooch wasn't the problem in this game. Like, Vooch wasn't the problem. Like, uh, he's 11 of 18 from the field. Like, it, he's not he's not the only problem in this game, especially when all your starters in the first half were negative 48 as combined. So, yeah, I don't I don't see where, where the Vooch hate comes in this one from, personally. Uh, why run low post to Vooch with the game on the line as opposed to team offense? Well, we already know, like, do, uh, Billy Donovan's play calls down the stretch of tough games have, uh, has always sucked ass, right? This ain't this ain't nothing new. This ain't nothing new. Um, the Bulls couldn't shoot to save their lives in the last eight minutes of the game. Yeah, and that's the tough part, Eads, definitely, man. Jack Holland in the building says, uh, I almost passed out as much as I was holding uh, my breath in OT. We played hard. AC was the player of the game for sure. Definitely a lot of heart. This is the Bulls team that we need to see all season. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. We got James Jamison in the building. He says, love to, uh, 
Love to choke with the game on the line. Zach and Kobe share the same brain. Listen, I, I, I get it that it's the common thing, but keep in mind, if it wasn't for the third quarter Zach had, we wouldn't have been in this game. It just is. And, I, you know, I came into the season saying that I wanted to see Zach step up bigger in the, in the big moments, but Zach Levine and Vooch were the only ones that scored for the most part in the second, in, as the second half started. So, listen, when you have, when you have 50, he went, he, 15 points in the third quarter from Zach, five of six, five of six from the field, two for four from, from, uh, from the free throw, three for four from three-point range. Yeah, Zach had his issues in the fourth quarter and in overtime, but listen, um, Zach Levine, it, we wouldn't have been in the game if it wasn't for the way that Zach Levine played in that third quarter. Now, he went 0 for 3 in the fourth quarter. That is definitely a problem. But I also want to acknowledge the way he played in that third quarter because if it wasn't for that, the Bulls wouldn't have even been in the position to go into overtime, period. As much as Alice Caruso absolutely shined in this game, if it wasn't for that court, third quarter from Zach, we would have been the game would have been over well before then. Uh, sucks to lose this game, but in my opinion, Zach should uh, shooting the last shot, not DeMar. Listen, I mean, but keep in mind, from Zach made no shots after the fourth quarter. None. So fourth quarter and in overtime, he made no shots. So if, if we're going to say that Billy Donovan needs to ride the hot hand, unfortunately, at that point in time, Zach was colder than cold. So there you go. Delbert says, highly upset, but we showed some heart. At least Caruso anyway. Yeah, absolutely in this. The biggest issue I see is the Suns went scoreless in seven minutes in the closing stretch, and we found no way to capitalize and score ourselves. I mean, listen, we both had scoreless scoreless stretches. And unfortunately, when when it was came time to do it, the Suns made a play that we couldn't do. It is what it is. Delbert says he's about to light the Zod. That is hilarious. That's funny. That's funny. No, uh, Not going to lie, you're right. We lost but competed on every play. Yeah, and that's the thing that I really like to see from this team, especially down the stretch. We saw so many times with the Chicago Bulls team last season, which a game like this, especially in the fourth, they would have got down on themselves. And a lot of it was Alex Caruso. But I like I liked that he, he motivated the team. And I would have loved to have been able to say we won the game coming off that. But it kind of is what it is there, man. It is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, let's keep it going. The goddamn free throws, man. Listen. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, it's a lot of things, little nitpicky things that all that all came together um, in this game. Jeffrey says, uh, fucking DeRozan, why he felt he had to shoot that trash-ass shot? I mean, listen, the thing is, though, and I'm going to, again, you guys know I'm not the biggest DeMar DeRozan guy, but we've seen DeMar DeRozan hit that shot probably – 50 times since he's been, when when we needed one since he's been a Chicago Bull, and that may even be cutting it. That may even be cutting it. So, Vooch can't rebound. He's one of the leaders of rebounds in the in, in the NBA. No, he can rebound. This was a difficult matchup for him, but he can rebound. This was a goddamn great game trade tomorrow. That's funny. That's funny. Heartbreaking loss. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Simba in the building says, this was a wonderful game, but why do the Bulls always have to let Mr. Allen go off from three-point range? I don't understand it. Listen, I said it coming into this game. I said it in the pregame show. This The, the Phoenix Suns team have a lot of people who've killed the Bulls, uh, a lot of role players, and Grayson Allen is absolutely one of them. When he sees the Chicago Bulls, he, he always knows he's going to get career numbers. Eight from 13 from three-point range from Grayson Allen in this game. Keep in mind, he made nine shots overall in the game. Eight of those were from three-point, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. My uh, brother from across the pond, BKR Sports, is glad we kept it close and brought the defense in the last six. But, my God, we just do not know how to win games. Not close games. We really don't. We, we still work on that. Still working on that. Samir says shot selection was horrific. And OT was horrific. Yeah. And I, but I would say that from both teams it definitely was. So, tough and demoralizing loss. But I love seeing the fight nonetheless. Absolutely. 
Uh, listen, I love to see that this team try to compete. Like I said, so many times early in this season and late in last season, the, the Suns would have got on the type of run that they got on um, in the third quarter specifically. The Bulls would have been out the game. They would have they would have mentally been out the game, but they fought back, right? And we got enough scoring from Zach Levine and Vooch in that third quarter to keep us afloat. So Pat says, Zach kept getting stripped at the most crucial times, but Debo should have drove to the basket instead of that sidestep shot. Yeah, but like I said, I understand it to a degree. I I, I agree with you, right, that 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 wasn't a great shot, but we've seen DeMar. DeMar is the best bad shot maker in the league, unless at least he was last season. We may be seeing, we may be seeing DeMar DeRozan come back down to earth because he just, he hasn't had it. Like, outside of that one game, he just hasn't had it like we're used to seeing it from DeMar. Zach isn't a bad player at all. He's just not a number one option. Look at his decisions on the court, especially on offense. Oh, yeah. Zach Levine's biggest issue has always and will always be basketball like you, right? That is why when you had such a smart basketball player on both sides of the ball and Lonzo Ball in the backcourt next to him, Zach Levine had some of his best defensive rating games. He had some of his best and more most efficient scoring because that you need intelligent an intelligent point guard next to Zach Levine to beat bring the most out of him because one of Zach's biggest flaws is his basketball IQ. That's just it's been the story throughout his career. I want to cry. Tough being a Bulls fan, man. What was the la- with the slots shot selection towards the end of the game? Preston, I really think it was. Um, the, the Chicago Bulls team was really, I think, trying to make sure that they took advantage of the Suns not being able to score, and they didn't really run offense. They just tried to hurry up and say, oh, the Suns aren't scoring. We need to get we need to get points up while they can't. And you could tell that that was that franticness, and that, that definitely played into them losing this game as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gia in the building uh, says, okay, Williams out of the starting position, then Craig isn't scoring. Maybe something else is going on with that starting lineup. Well, keep in mind, this is why I always say, the role of the four on this team isn't the score. Like, Torrey Craig, yeah, he went 0 from 3 from the field, but it's not really the score. When you get three shots, right, him and Patrick Williams had 10 shots combined, right? So when you don't have enough shots to really get yourself out of a bad shooting rhythm, you need to default to everything else. That's why some of Patrick Williams' more passive nature stood out. It wasn't just because of the scoring. It was more so because, okay, when your shot's not falling, what else are you going to do, right? He's been bringing that solidly off the bench. Keep in mind, fifth option basically scoring on the team is our power forward position. That's not going to be a player that scores a lot of points for you. It just isn't. So Omar says, this one hurts. Listen, I know there are going to be a lot of Bulls fans agreeing with you on that one, Omar. Austin G says, only thing holding me back from DeMar Slander was some of his defensive plays throughout the game. Listen, DeMar's been putting some defensive plays together the last couple of games. And the assist in this game, too, DeMar did a pretty solid job throughout the whole game finding open players to get seven assists, right? So was it all perfect? No, not by any stretch of the imagination. Did he absolutely get cooked on defense on some rotations? Absolutely. It's DeMar DeRozan. Getting cooked on defense is what he's going to do. But uh, outside of that, DeMar played some really good minutes for the Chicago Bulls, too. I don't want to overlook that at all. Uh, let's see. Alex needs to be in the starting lineup as a former player, not all elite levels. We preach hustle, defense, communication, and aggression. What else does he need to be a starter? Well, that's the thing. He's better coming off the bench. We got to stop thinking that everybody needs to be a starter. Sometimes the best role for you is coming off the bench because of the energy, right? And having Alex Caruso to come in a game that can definitely change and dictate um, dictate some momentum when the starters doesn't doesn't really have it going is important as well and so Alex everybody doesn't have to start to find the rhythm Alex Caruso is a player that you're going to be able to play him a lot of minutes which I think is more important than whether he starts or not but I think that 
what he's he's best suited at is being a high level first player off the off the bench. My dad's in the building. Shout out to my pops. He says I hate Grayson. Uh, owns us. Yeah, man, it sucks that Grayson Allen always has a big game. Always has a big game against the Chicago Bulls. Bathor Payne with a great point here. He says competing like this means we will win games. This sucks to lose, but the Suns narrowly took this. KD looked by uh, AC uh, was peak comedy. Trade Demar. Listen, and and that's what and that's a great level-headed view to have on it, right? If the Bulls can play like this, we talked about um, on the episode with Kevin Anderson from NBC that I had, right? We talked about um, the Bulls finding the blueprint, right? And that this is the type of finding the blueprint game, meaning that you find a way that you need to play all the time. And so if the Bulls play like this more times than not, they're going to win. They're going to win more games than they lose. And that's that's you're not going to win them all. And so hopefully this unlocks something for the Chicago Bulls to remind them this is how you need to perform every single night. You need to lock in. You need to lock in. Dwayne Taylor in the building. He says, I'm not mad at all. Love the way we play tonight. That's what I want to see every game. Go Bulls. See red. Completely agree with you, Dwayne. Completely agree with you. You want to play like this for sure. I think this team needs another shot. Why not run it? But whoa, whoa, wait, whoa. Come on, bro. What? Like, you're tripping on that one. Lay off the weed. I know issue number two passed in a lot of places. Like, a lot of places now have legal marijuana in in the next 30 days. I need y'all to lay off the medicinal. Let the medicinal go, right? Lay off of it just a little bit. Let it go a little bit. Christian Jones in the building. Christian Jones says it's the little things that this team doesn't learn from. That is the difference in a lot of these games. Yeah, the little little things, the little things. So I said with five minutes left in the fourth, we were going to lose on that last second shot either by make or miss. And unfortunately, I was right. Bum-ass team can't play good at the end. Uh, Zach, nice kid. Again, can't fuck. Wait, I, I, listen, you had to rich towards the end there, my brother, Tony, my red-bearded brother. Uh, but what I will say on this is, is this. I can't. I, I don't think calling them a bum team on this game is right, right? I don't think that that's really indicative of how they played throughout this game. They definitely went through their scoring droughts, as did the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns had, drew up a better play than the Chicago Bulls did. That's what it boils down to. Hokage in the building. Hokage says, Vooch can be so frustrating at times, but then you see his stats, uh, but then you think back on his game, fumbling turnover. Listen, but the thing is, is there are a lot of things that cost this bu- the Bulls the game today. It wasn't just Vooch. I thought we had this one, but I appreciate the Bulls for playing well. That one's from Cortez. Listen, I'm glad that a lot of people have that. Brandy Nichols in the building says, Kobe was killing it hands down. Defense is getting better too. Kobe has took such a step defensively, st- such a step. Bathroom plays his book uh, plays. He goes for 40. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Not in this game. Not with the way we were playing defense. Book wasn't going to go for 40 in this game. Michael says, they gave us every chance to win. Happens every time in games like this. Shout out to Alex. Alex Caruso played a hell of a game today. Uh, Taurus Law says, what up, Hayes? I can't even get mad at this game. It was fight I saw from this team that impressed me. Some of these folks aren't real fans. These are games that are going to win some and lose some. Absolutely. Com- completely agree with you on that one, Taurus. Free throws, and we got out-rebounded by 13. Also, I don't know uh, what be happening Kobe after halftime. He, he'll really have first half and then build a house with bricks in the second. Well, and that's why you saw Kobe even say, well, coming into the season, what was the thing that he wanted to focus on? Consistency. And that has always been an issue from Kobe White. Is He's not a, a very consistent player as of yet, but he is getting to be more consistent, right? Slowly but surely. I personally think uh, Allen benefits from DeMar and Zach falling asleep on their person that they are supposed to be defending at the three-point line or back cuts. I mean, it, that's definitely a part of it as well, right? I think that uh, uh, Grayson Allen is also a player that 
he doesn't hesitate to shoot. Does he shoot every game? Does he, is it every game he's going to take a lot of shots? But Grayson Allen, and I hate saying this, I hate giving Grayson Allen any type of props, but Grayson Allen is a smart basketball player. He's a smart basketball player, and he understands, especially an opponent that he's used to seeing four times a year, right? He understands, I can get this shot off before DeMar switches on me. And, and, and you see that. Every time he plays the Bulls, you see how decisive he is because he does understand where and when he's going to be able to get that shot off. This is pissing me off. Caruso had heart. Man, Zach must be down. He tried many times to secure the game and failed at each step. Yeah, when you go in the second half and overtime of the game, you 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 go scoreless and you're the max player. Like that's 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 a stain on you, right? You can't and let's just go over it. And Zach in overtime, Zach Levine was zero for zero, didn't attempt a single shot in overtime. In the fourth quarter of the game, Zach Levine was 0 of three. And uh, from the field overall, and 0-2 from three-point range. Zach Levine didn't score in the, in the fourth quarter or overtime periods at all. We do need better from Zach. The loss still isn't 100% on him, but we absolutely need better from Zach. Absolutely need better from him. I don't know why Kobe went for three when he need uh, buckets in the paint when uh, when we're ahead. Bad shot, shot selection. Yeah, and hopefully Billy Donovan is really coaching that as well. Really coaching that also. Alana's in the building. She woke up from her nap. Listen, Alana, that's that's funny. Glad to have you in the building, Alana. This ha- this loss hurts more than the Brooklyn loss. Well, uh, listen, I won't. I, I don't feel that way. But listen, I can't take away from you feeling that way. I don't feel that way about this loss. This is one of those losses where I really think that they can learn a lot from this loss. Black Prophet says uh, the Bulls had too many missed assignments on the defensive end. They were destroyed on the boards, and we need more size out there. Terrible decision making, execution, and crunch time. Zach DeBar and Vooch vanished. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> JDH in the building says this team breaks my basketball heart. I know a lot of people that are going to feel that way too. JDH, like, does this loss suck? Absolutely, it sucks, man. It really does suck. Alana also back in the building says, I ain't watched this game because I'm at work, but damn, losing by one point hurts. I mean, you got to watch. the. I think if you watch the game, you won't necessarily feel that way. But, I mean, overall, it, it does suck to lose a game that was a win- It was a winnable game, right? And we got to also be acknowledge that. This was a winnable game that the Chicago Bulls lost because of lack of execution and bad shot, shot selection. It's unfortunate. Oh, Vooch made Nurk look like Joker shaking my head. And how many assists did Zach have? Eight don't think his playmaking was that bad, but those two strips... Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, and that goes back. What do we call it? The Zach Levine special. Zach is going to make a a mistake with a turnover down the stretches of tough games. That that's the Zach Levine special. It sucks. It sucks that it's that realistic and that consistent. But that is what you're going to see. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home. Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Tay Holland's in the building. He says, this was a solid job. Uh, they played to the end. As a Bulls fan, that's all I can ask for. Can't win them all. Fair enough. That's a very 
fair uh, uh, observation there. Bulls for Life says Caruso going to be defensive player of the year candidate and six man of the year candidate this year easily. No, he won't. And the reason why is because you have to win games to get that. You have to be on a team that wins games. There's nobody who wins six man of the year defensive player of the year without being on a team that wins games. And unfortunately, I don't know if the Bulls are going to win at the level for him to really, truly be in those conversations. But I hope so. He definitely has the talent to be. The talent ain't the question. Cortez says, someone compare Pat to Tony Snell. Y'all got to stop. That's ridiculous. Pat definitely isn't the best player, but come on now. Yeah, I mean, listen, like I've said before, you get more attention, especially in the age that we live in, when you make hard line comparisons like that. And that's, it's going to come. It comes with the territory. So it is what it is there. Let's see. Not going to lie, I'm glad we lost. Many were blinded by the Utah win, and I think those people needed a wake-up call. We have no superstar. Our young guys are questionable, and we have no direction. Blow it up. No. Right, listen, blowing it up isn't happening. I get why people are asking that. but And this loss isn't going to change that direction either, but I get Bulls fans in their hopes. Uh, I know it wouldn't fly for Zach, but he, uh, he should should be benched during clutch moments. Javon Carter's quick and smart decision replacing Zach's mistakes would have won this game. No, it would have won this game because, yes, his quick decisions would have helped, but it wouldn't have made the Bulls all of a sudden not be able to score, right? It wouldn't have did that. It wouldn't have made the Bulls not be able to defend a, 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 a simple play by the Phoenix Suns that, that would have secured that game. So I get what you're saying in that. I don't think it's pretty. Is that straightforward. But, hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion there. Joe says, AC can't stay healthy when uh, with starter minutes. He barely can, as is. I think we got to update that narrative on, on Caruso. Like, yeah, Caruso... He, he he always, like, he gets hurt and stuff and misses a, a lot of games. But he played 67 games last season. Me and Pat always talk about anything over 65 games in the modern NBA is close to close enough to a full season. So um, let's see what he did, what he's going to be this season, right? He missed, if I'm not mistaken, Caruso missed one game already this season. No, he didn't miss any games this season. I think, I think I'm thinking about preseason. So let's see. Lay off the weed. That's funny. Caruso needs to start. He better than Kobe. If Caruso were the point guard starter, we've had four 18 star. No, no, we wouldn't. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Ricky in the building says, blow this shit up. That is hilarious. Hey, listen, I can't wait to trade deadline passes again. And the blow it up Bulls fans are probably going to be disappointed by blowing it all up. Now, do I think a big trade could come? Absolutely. But I don't think we're going to blow it all up. BDB says, I think Zach would get more free throws if he ignored the calls initially, then went back during the break and asked the ref politely why he didn't call it too much theater and the refs ignore you. I disagree with that because we see players like Luca have the most theater and they start getting calls. So comes down to it. I really can't stand Grayson Allen. You and me both, Angelo. You and me both. I can't stand Grayson Allen. Like Grayson Allen is 26 years old and he literally looks 37. I'm 30, almost 37. I don't know if that's a good comparison, but it is what it is. You can tell Alex put in more work offensively this past uh, offseason. Yeah, you can. I mean, he, he came in saying that he wanted to ha take on a bigger role offensively. And so so I'm glad with Alex. Alex Caruso's growth is huge for this Bulls team. Absolutely huge for the team. The Suns turned the ball over a lot. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, the Bulls have been really solid at forcing turnovers the last full, the last two or three games for sure. Bro, what is our go-to play when we are in a scoring drought? I think that's a major problem. And I don't disagree with you. I think also, like, you run into the thing where when the Bulls are in these big scoring droughts, they default back almost, not all the time, but they default back to kind of what comes natural to them. And we've seen that that's not winning basketball. That's not a winning combination for the Bulls. And so when they go back to that, it definitely causes some problems there. Candace says, blow it up fans, obviously, are young fans who don't remember those painful days. Well, like I said before, the main thing that blowing it all up does is just removes fans' expectations. 
That's the main thing that it does. That's it. Steve-O speaks in the building says, to hell with this team, blow this bullshit up. I'm completely over it. That is hilarious, man. Y'all know Steve-O be pissed off. Can any Chicago team stop being disappointing? Um, I mean, the eight ball says that's not looking likely right now, bro. It's not looking likely. Meanwhile, the Warriors are about to turn Javon Carter into a sniper. That's funny. Brazil Popular says, blow it up very unlikely, uh, but maybe one move like Buddy Hill or something to up the offense in the second unit. Well, the thing is, the Buddy, Buddy Hill's contract, that's not just a, a simple move like, oh, let's just go out and get Buddy Hill. That's a pretty sizable move for the Chicago Bulls or where the roster currently sits at and the contracts that they have. And I'm not saying that it's not something that they'll be willing to do. It really comes down to what AK is willing to give up to make that happen, but that's still another guard. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess I, We'll see. We'll see what they do at the trade deadline. Ian in the building says, this is a perfect example of losing culture. Bad teams find a way to lose games. Even games when you play hard and fight, you find ways to throw the game away at the end. No, that's not that. Because team, every team in the NBA is going to have a bad loss like this. Every single team. Every single team. You think it would have been a different outcome if we had Javon in the clutch time instead of for Kobe? I don't know if the overall outcome... I don't know, man. I really don't know. It's hard for me to say because Javon does offer some things that Kobe doesn't. He does bring better decision-making. But Javon... You know, he has his issues too. So I'm not gonna say that that like one that one thing does, but I mean it I don't know. Javon was three of eight in this game, so mm, he didn't turn over the ball any though. So maybe that does help in that in that in that way for sure. Uh we got Elvin says, bro, petition for the Bulls to bench Levine when the game is on the line. I'm done giving him chances. There were three or four years. It's not gonna happen, Melvin. It's not gonna happen. But I agree with you. Like, he definitely needs to step it up and maybe. I, I don't know if he's going to bench Zach Levine in crunch time, um, but I'm not going to lie to you that Zach Levine's crunch time decision-making leaves much to be desired. It just does. It always has, right? Always has. Um, Carl says, couldn't agree more that blowing it up removes expectations. As long as the Bulls are the middling team, they're going to they're gonna have some level of expectation. Yeah, that's really what it is. Wave Tory Craig? What? Can we agree that Caruso is the captain of this team? Hey, listen, Caruso is playing great this year great this year dude like i just watched this guy and all he does is complain like do you not know any players names are you not actually a bulls fan to where you don't know people's no names like that's concerning that that's it's hard to take your statement seriously when you're saying number 13 and number 44 like you don't know the players names like you don't actually aren't actually a fan of this team <laughs> dover says wave zach levine resign felicio how hire tibbs as head coach again championship incoming you don't uh, bench Levine in the clutch. You do what you said you wanted, um, and that is catch and shoots. Plus, he needs to run the paint uh, without the ball to get easy buckets. Great point there. Great point. <laughs> Calling players by their numbers is a real old head move. Absolutely. It, it, it's like a computer. A good PC has a graphics card, a processor, and a power supply, a cooling system, and a motherboard. We're missing our processor, and that's the thing that handles all the calculations. So that's not a bad – it's actually not a bad comp at all. That's not a bad comp at all there, brother. I can't – not a bad comp. Yo, Hayes, if we could add another three-point shooter, who would you target? Because Craig and Carter are solid, but they're streaky shooters. We need more consistency. That's a great question. You have to ask me that on the mailbag, though, so I can have more time to kind of look at what who may come available. So, yeah, they never hit uh, Levine on dive cuts. Yeah, we got to get better at that. Definitely got to get better at that. 
Just hoping uh, this loss, uh, just hopping on, this loss really stinks. It hurts. I don't know why my mood is so off now. Do you see this as a positivity in the future or not really? No, I definitely think that this is something that can be po- that can that can be turned into a positive as far as, but you have to learn the right things. Your coaching staff, your players, right? How how did you compete? How did you did fight, right? Better execution. Let's limit the turnovers, right? You gotta you gotta be focused on those type of things for sure. Cordell uh, is in the building. Says Vooch is too soft. He's the one who needs to go. No defense whatsoever. No post game. No rim protection. Got to disagree with that. Go, go and look at it. Uh, Vooch has always been, always throughout his whole career, one of the best uh, top. 10 to 12 defenders at his position. The problem is his pick and roll. And it's not just Vooch. That's not how basketball works. It's a combination of Vooch's natural limitations, but also the fact that if you run, if the team forces a pick and roll and the two defenders are either Zach, DeMar, or Vooch, any combination of those three is going to put Vooch in a bad situation. He doesn't have the foot speed. He doesn't have the leaping ability to overtake that. So a lot of teams, when you start seeing them attack Vooch and force switches or things like that and have either DeMar and Zach and any combination of them, the defenders, it's going to be barbecue chicken every single time. Every single time. This Bulls team's not it. Uh, at least we got the Chicago Cubs, new manager Craig Council, going to help us win another World Series. Listen, the one thing that I've learned about Chicago sports, me and a Chicago sports fan all my life, is anytime you think, oh, this is going to be the move that gets us a championship, it very rarely ever works that way. I'm glad that it was a hell of a, a move by the Cubs that not many, a lot of people expected. But don't just write it off as it's going to all of a sudden be a championship uh, move by the Cubs because, listen, Chicago sports, we will find a way, a way to lose. Retool the roster by moving Vooch into Rose, and they just don't suit the style of how we play. Disagree with that as far as Vooch, but I understand that. Uh, and you, the thing is, though, like I said, you got to make sure you get a center back. We have no center ready to replace Nikola Vucevic. Mark in the building. Shout out to my, big, my little brother, Mark Shannon. I think, I don't know who, I don't remember. We said it before. One of us is older. Uh, hey, Drummond didn't smoke a wide open dunk this game. I'm very proud. Yeah, but then Patrick Williams smoked like two, so it is what it is. Uh, but yeah. Man, we need Zach to go see dribble too much. He has. He's worked with dribble too much before. It's not that simple. Like, some, it's just, Zach is just, Zach has handles, but it's just like when the crunch time, the fourth quarter goes, all that shit goes out the window every single time. It's crazy. Yeah, because the Cubs were long overdue after an over 100-year drought. <laughs> so, listen. And no, I, I wait, no, that's not true. The Chicago Sky are the last team in Chicago to win a championship. Let's put some respect on the sky's name. Mark Shannon says you're older than me. I thought so. I thought so. Cedric Play says, uh, I know you think Caruso is better suited off the bench, but I do think we can afford to play around with Caruso and his role on the team. Yeah, but you don't want to play. One thing you do not want to get to is, is playing with your starting lineup. You want to set your starting lineup because, again, at this early part of the season, Kobe's still growing as a starter. We went over it in today's daily episode, the episode I released this morning. Kobe's getting better in almost every aspect of the game. Um, so it just takes time. It takes time. Exactly, bath or pain for Vooch's defense. His rating is way more solid than what you think. Yeah, like I said, Vooch has always been a good on ball positional defender. Always, always pick and roll, though. He's gonna get cooked. He's gonna get cooked. Quentin from Let's Talk Bulls in the building says, Damn, this loss, uh, about to make this trip home from work feel real long. That's that sucks, bro. I've been there, man. That sucks. Now, Zach Levine should be more at the three-point uh, corner because he can shoot it from there. Well, he can shoot it from anywhere around three. That's why we always talk about running catch-and-shoots for Zach Levine because he can run from – he can shoot from three, but he, he's so good when he's coming off catch-and-shoots. So we need to run more of that form, especially when he's kind of trying to get in rhythm. I think that we should run more of that form for sure. 
Kobe defense was actually pretty good, but it's getting outshined by Carter, Io, and Caruso. Yeah, I mean, listen, Kobe White has taken leaps defensively, but he is not nearly any of those three players defensively, period. I will say Kobe looked real good at the point to the, yeah, he's, and that's why I say, that's why I would not change at the point. I know we're going to, it's going to suck sometimes. It's going to be tough, but Kobe's really rounding out to a solid point guard. For those who don't recall, Vooch looked much better when we had zone AC actually killing ball penetration. <laughs> he just isn't a showy defender like Mitchell or JJJ. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Would you rather have Zach or Spider Mitchell on this? Ooh. I, see, a couple of years ago, I would have said that there's not that much difference, but uh, and I think this year is coming back. They're kind of evening out again, but ah, that's a tough one. Hey, I'm going to be honest. I'm sick and tired of moral victories, but damn, uh, damn it, right now I need to see the Bulls start to win some basketball games. Hey, I feel you, bro. We all want to see them win basketball games, all of them. We are just so used to being bad that you settle for Vooch defense. No, no, I just actually watch basketball outside of just narrative. Vooch has always been a solid on-ball defender. Go look. For over the career, better defensive rating than Bam Adebayo. Better defensive rating than most of the defensive centers that you can name. The, the Vooch just has a big limitation in pick-and-roll defense. No, I j- just watch basketball, and I actually take in the game of basketball for everything that it is. Zach over Mitchell, he's way more uh, efficient. Well, especially when Zach's healthy, especially when Zach's healthy. Super chat from Bathor Payne, we appreciate you, brother. I looks more comfortable out there to get more score uh, while still at times facilitating setting up others. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Frenchie says, uh, Hayes, I appreciate your dedication to the Bulls, even when it can be difficult. Listen, I'm a lifelong Bulls fan. That is never going to change. Never going to change, right? So as long as there's still breath in my lungs, I will be doing Chicago Bulls Central. And so that that's just is what it is. This is a great question here. Do you feel we could no longer rely on DeMar to close out? Bring it back in, camera. Bring it back in. Come on, camera. There we go. Uh, Do you feel we can no longer rely on DeMar to close out games? I mean, I think that you can't rely on him to just be what, what, what closes out games for you anymore. You need to have the balanced attack. And that's not a knock on DeMar. That just makes you a more versatile team, right? Everybody knows where DeMar's going in the last minute with a shot. You need to start differentiating some things with that. Super chat, bath or pain. Thank you for the another one dollar super chat. I appreciate you, brother. Hayes, how long do you think until we get to five hundred? I don't think we can get there in twenty games. Listen, I mean, if the Bulls keep playing with this level of heart, I wouldn't put it outside by the end of December. I think that the Bulls would have to keep keep in mind after mid December, our schedule we have one of the easiest schedules in the league. So we can, if we can get to around 500, I think the back half of the season is going to look different for the Bulls as long as they keep playing with heart. As long as they keep playing with heart. Zach choked two times, but does he have uh, more pressure with those knowing he won't get other chances because DeMar's taking a lot of clutch shots? That's why I said, is Zach getting a good shot at being a number one star? Well, Zach isn't a number one. It just is. Zach Levine is not a number one on a championship level team, and neither is DeMar at this point, and that's fine. Right. And they got to understand what they what they what they are working with. I know it's been a mixed bag so far, but how do you think DeMar has adjusted to the quicker tempo and offense we're trying to implement? Listen, I think he I think he's adapted what better, honestly, than what I thought that he was going to initially. I watch every second of every game. I see what's really going on. We just settle for this team being bad. No, it has nothing to do with again. A player playing defense is not about selling on the team being good or bad. I'm talking about his individual on ball defense, regardless if it's a win or if it's a loss. Nikola Vucevic has always been a solid on-ball defender at his position. Always. 
That's that's win, lose, indifferent. Him being a Chicago Bull, not being a Chicago Bull. There's no type of thing that you can refute. Fact, Zach, I mean, Nikola Vucevic has always been a solid on-ball defender at his, at his position. Pick and roll is the worst aspect of his game. That's it. Pick and roll defense. And, of course, he's never been a huge rim protector, right? We're talking about huge weaknesses. For Nikola Vucevic has a career defensive rating of 106.3. And keep in mind, defensive rating is a better indicator of on-ball defense. Nikola Vucevic has always been a solid on-ball defender. That's it. Are you doing locked on Bulls? As you already know. Come on, you got to do locked on Bulls. Dudes have to stop using I play ball as an explanation to rather. Oh, bro, I've I've learned a long years ago to stop doing that. Like people will literally be like, yeah, yeah, because I coach ball. And I'll be like, yeah, you, you, you coach the six-year-olds at the YMCA and y'all were owing Owen 22 over the last two years, right? Like, come on, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't even mean to click that. That's wild. That's wild. I was saying that we are rudderless without Zoe, but that's an exaggeration. Io did really well um, on 1.5 uh, starting, and Kobe has come far since he was drafted, but they aren't vets. Completely agree with you on that one. But all right, y'all, I'm getting ready to wrap it up. We got to go do Locked on Bulls. So I got to talk for another 30 minutes, unfortunately. I love you guys, man, for tuning into this. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button if you're not. Oh, we got Super Chats coming in. Don't want to miss the Super Chats. Uh, Tyrone says, Andre playing OT more agrees on the rebound side. Listen, the thing about a drum is that you always got to worry about drum making the mistakes, right? So, you know, it is what it is there. Um, it's a fair assessment to say nobody on this team compliments each other. No one elevates each other. The only one I can really think of is Caruso. The, Caruso, I still think Javon Carter, when he's in rhythm, definitely elevates some things. I think they elevate each other in different ways, but not in a way where it's still cohesion, right? So, yeah, for sure. Listen, Orlando just want to be right and just loud and wrong. Just loud and wrong. And it's cool. Because, listen, one thing that I, is anybody who says, anybody who says, oh, yeah, I used to play. It's probably a retard. But anyway, love you guys. Go Bulls, man. See Red. I will see you guys on tomorrow's daily episode. Make sure you guys are following the channel if you choose to do so. We got our goal of hitting 2,000 subscribers. I love you guys. Go Bulls. See Red. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.